A long time ago, in a podcast not so far away, we finished our, the first part of our science fiction special. Welcome back for part two. What RPGs, what science fiction RPGs have we played? None. Recently. Not Aaron, because Aaron isn't like the rest of us. He's yeah. new. Edgy, you are very new, yeah. aren't you, clone boy? Yes. And has a wife and commitment. Does that still count? <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to ask. Yes. I mean, I, I, I was given this ring when I got out, so I presume so, and I've, I've not said otherwise. That's a, that's Is that a, wrong? That's a Haribo sweet, dude. Um, yeah. Um, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. really metal. <laughs> <laughs> now you've got no teeth. Well, I think the most recent one we played, or not including Clone Aaron, um, is the Star Wars RPG. Oh, yeah, we played uh, the starter box. Yes, of the Star Wars RPG. The Rebels. Yeah, there's different versions of the game that let you do slightly different things. It was a red box. It's a red box, yeah. So you could be the Rebels. I take it you could be like the... We were the Rebel Alliance. I think you can also be... There's one for the bounty hunters and and scoundrels of the universe. And then I think there's even the... There must be the Imperial ones, yeah. I think there is an Imperial one. I don't know what you do other than... Oppress people. Well, I just think you more shoot badly. Well, yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, massive minuses to all your dice rolls. Wear a red shirt and get killed. And a lot. <laughs> I, yeah, I quite enjoyed it actually. It was an odd system. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I'm a bit slow on the up. <laughs> it, um, it wasn't bad actually. Well, that, no? was, that was a good critique, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it was all right. Yeah, it was all right. Cutting edge journalism here yeah. at Critical Twits. <laughs> okay, it what? was a red one, and it was all right. Okay. <laughs> How was the character generation system? Oh, we'll we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't have one. We no pre-generated characters. Absolutely pathetic. Yeah. Uh, for only one reason. The characters were, were well-rounded. We had a nice little party. A little bit of background. and This is where it falls down completely flat and I laughed myself silly for about 20 minutes. The characters we were randomly given had their own little backstories. Yeah. Some of them were heartbreaking. There was one, his, his parents were killed by the Imperials, and he joined up to fight the Wicked Empire. Yeah. My yes. person was a, was an art dealer, an art trader, who had his artwork, uh, whose museum was ransacked. Star Wars has art? Well, hollow art. Uh, <laughs> and every, everything was, was stolen, and so he was fighting back to win the culture of his people. The hollow yeah. culture. The hollow culture. <laughs> and then we had... My character! The woman. Yes. The only female character I'd like to point out. So, so I immediately um, picked her, yeah, yeah, because um, that's what I did. Well, I, I think there was, I'm in a dress in I, think, I think there were some character flaws. She was an Imperial pilot, yep. or okay. training to be an Imperial pilot, right? who was told she wasn't good enough yet to fly a TIE fighter or whatever they yeah, fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so join the Got Rebel... Got space sexism going on there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And so join the Rebel Alliance because she wanted to fly a plane. <laughs> <laughs> Every <laughs> other character has... Not exactly brilliant, but fairly legitimate reasons for joining. And then we just had this one rebel woman who went, well, I'm sulking because they would let me fly a pain. No, so do you know what I decided? Because I, I, I had to, re- I read this and I went, oh my God. And I had the exact same reaction you just had. So I decided that it was, because it was a 
she wanted to fly tie fights. She wanted to fly fighter planes. Yes. yes. So I decided she was a psychopath and wanted to murder people. Uh, yeah. So unless I, I, I just, I just played her as a stone cold, bloody thrill junkie killer. Yeah. yeah. Um, who completely didn't fit with the rest of the party because it's a one-off thing. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I basically, whenever we encountered anyone, I, I gave them ten seconds and I was like, I shoot him in the face, <laughs> and that quite that worked. Much right. to poor James's dismay when yes, he was trying because we're meant to, to be the good guys. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it had a really nice... For reference, that Family Guy sketch where Han Solo makes the Imperial Stormtroopers dig their own graves. That's pretty much <laughs> what we did. It, it got quite dark. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it was quite funny. Yeah. <laughs> you are a psychopath with the Rebel Alliance. Um, how do I actually know Star Wars things? Because I don't like Star Wars. Family Guy. You've got no choice. It's so embedded in, mm. in popular culture. Yeah. You have to know it to be called including the geek yeah. um, I'm not going to do it I was going to unless it's downloaded from the internet because it's a robot yeah good point Beep. oh no that 94% of the internet is cats the other 6% <laughs> is Star Wars oh that's a problem <laughs> what happens to all the porn Star Wars cat porn it's the future. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm not oh, I, feel, I actually feel a bit ill. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, internet. <laughs> no, you are not forgiven. <laughs> no. Not for that. It's never going to be too far. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought the internet had a limit? <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Yes, it had a nice something career you were about to tell me. This combat system? Was the combat system any good? Yeah, I quite... I mm. mean, there was... There it seemed was, to be... It was quick... It was quick. Vicious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, you, you, if you poked your head out around the corner and it, it wasn't like D&D where you could take a, you know, a bullet to the chest and keep going. It was yeah. put your head around the corner, you get shot. Well, that's yeah. It. You had a sort yeah. of focus system where you could increase abilities and then you lose yeah, those aim things. your shots. And you had different dice, didn't you? So if you were really good at something, you might be rolling a certain colour of dice that had more successes on it. If you were bad at something, you'd roll a different colour dice. Okay. Which, if you rolled... They were symbols, but essentially, if you rolled ones, doing something that you weren't quite good at, yeah, it was a basically a critical failure, yeah, and it yeah. massively fucked something up. Okay, yeah. and there was a list of of what could happen. It would be like, say, you were riding. I don't think this happened in the game, but imagine you were riding a, a jet fighter. Yeah. You're not very good at it. You rolled a the rubbish dice. You rolled a load of ones. Oh yeah, you crash. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So there was uh, there was some there was. Some things to the system without going into too much detail on it, because um, we only played it once, and that was quite a while ago. Mm. Um, it was it was interesting. Um, we never picked it up to play again, and I think that's because of the Star Wars setting. We're not big Star Wars fans. No, some of mm. us are. Um, I, I the, enjoy the chap who ran the game is a big Star Wars fan and got Rats. very very annoyed. Um, when every single joke and reference I made for the entire game was a Star Trek reference, <laughs> which I was going to do today, but I realised that you know the eight people that listen to us would turn off. Well, I've already done one. <laughs> You've already done it. Stole my thunder. That's what you did. But, um, um, yeah, that same thing. My problem with, and this might get geeks round to throw lightsabers through my windows. Um, it's all right. They're not real. The Star Wars, it is a bit silly, and the, the Star Wars roleplay seemed a bit grittier for what the Star Wars universe is. And anything with the word metachlorians in doesn't really yeah. suit a game where I can take a headshot and blow a guy's brain out the back most, of the skull. Yeah, to be fair, most of the, the, the kind of canon around yeah. Star Wars kind of ignores that as a 
premise. And <laughs> I think the other big glaring issue for me is we were the Rebel Alliance fighting the Empire. Yeah. Well, we know how it ends. Yeah. Well, this is a thing. If you haven't seen the movies, you know how it ends because it's it's popular culture. It, yeah. It doesn't. It really depends seem... on when it was set. With the Bioware games of the Knights of the Old Republic, which was set like a thousand years before it was Star Wars. Set, it was set after episode was. four, but before episode five. Okay, so you you knew you were obviously. It was. They've started winning stuff. But it's still a, a long battle to yeah. go, which just I was just kind of going. I don't, I don't get a feel for the stakes. No, so I mean, bring down yeah. the empire. Or we could just watch yeah. the film. The system was interesting, and um, the way that you sort of leveled up, and the way you got different things. Like yes. you leveled up in a school, you got an extra dice, didn't you? Yes, you were yeah. rolling more dice. Everyone loves to roll a nice handful of dice. Yes, like um, mutant. Really, you you put points in something, and you get more dice. Yes, yeah. um, nice simple. Which gave yeah. you more chances to succeed, but also gave you more chance to massively fuck up yeah which was nice because it, it kept the game fresh it wasn't I am space warrior Narl who has a gun and I can kill everything from a thousand meters away it was I might I, most of the time I'll be able to do that and then one time my blaster's mm. going to backfire and blow the back of my head out yeah yeah and um, the combat was, was was quite interesting as well I think it had a system where the players acted, then the enemies acted, then the players acted, then the enemies yes, acted. Yes, it was one. And you decided, turn. you decided amongst yourselves who was going to act. Yeah. So it gave you time. It it could be a bit. Uh, I think we sped up eventually. We were discussing, but, things but to begin thing, we were going right. Well, if you right, you run in. I'll throw a grenade here, and then I'll run in yeah. and, and do that. When it yeah. should be. I think if we Han, were, cover me. And I think if we were to, to do it again, we'd go right. You got six seconds. Yeah, six seconds. Choose what you're doing. Right, you go here. I do there. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Which I have. I have done in. Um, in oh, games RPGs. Yeah. Um, um, I was infamous for when we were playing D and D. Each round, each combat turn is six seconds. If a player was taking too long, I just start counting down from six on my hands. Yeah. We got to zero, and I say, "Are oh, you thinking too hard? You miss your go." Because <laughs> yeah. um, otherwise, um, you're unrealistically planning everything. Yeah, I mean, it's that thing about whether you're in the game and you're you're whether you've got that. You're, you're playing a war game yeah. kind of feel to yeah. it um, and I mean the starter box came with lots of lovely maps and little cardboard counters and things like that which were nice but they also encourage the more of that sort of thing you have the more you can see of the whole combat the more it takes you out of your character I feel when you start yeah. doing that sort of thing yeah. and that's why I very rarely use maps, maps and yeah. similar things now and, and part of why we didn't really play D&D 4th edition is because you have to have a map everything yeah. is measured in squares it's all done on, on mm. the map it assumes that you're going to use a map and I was like no I only use a map for really big fights or yeah, really some things, boss fights you know. and, comp- uh, yeah. and then you guys go oh we get a map yeah, yeah. which is because it's yeah. good to have a map every now and again but when you say jumped us with an ambush there's nothing we go oh bloody hell there's nothing that takes the edge off like Brian pulling a map out (laughs) drawing some grids getting the models and going well we this isn't much of an ambush because we've just spent the last 10 minutes watching what we're doing (laughs) and we've already made our plans and strategies yeah yeah and yeah it was nice I mean I I do like that kind of thing every now and then but but I think it encourages more of that role playing from your character's point of view if you go Oh, how far away am I? And you go, you can count seven squares, and you go, oh, I'm not close enough to charge. If Thanks. I, as the DM, you go, how far away am I? And I go, why do you want to know that? And you go, oh, well, I want to charge him. 
I might go, actually, it'd be quite cool if he charged him right now. Yeah, you're in range, why not? And you can be a little bit yeah. less rigid in what you're doing. Yeah. Now, some some people like it to be like a, like a little miniature war game. Yeah. I prefer going with the flow of what seems cool at the time. Yeah, I mean, I, I prefer in... in um in, in combat situations or when you're about to do something um, say for example there was a there was a D&D game where um, our orcish companion went can I knock that door down and he rolled really badly now from a metagaming point of view we all went no you just rolled like a two yeah <laughs> what Brian said to, to the person was yeah of course you can and he ran straight into the door, which was locked, barred, and made metal, and I think <laughs> pretty much broke his arm. Um, but it, it was nice to get that flow. And if if I turn to the DM and go, "Am I in range?" I'd like a little bit of. I've only just poked my head up round the corner for half a second. There's a bloke there. It's it's less of a counting the squares and more of a yeah, yeah I could get him. Yeah, I mean we've had things uh, like in mutant. We had a, a very big combat, a mass combat that was yes. happening. Um, and the party got scattered by an explosion and someone stood up and went oh well I know that character's in trouble I'm going to rush over and help them yeah. and I was like no roll me a perception check no there's too much smoke and blood and your ears debris, are ringing, your, ears are ringing your, your eyes are, are stinging um, you don't know where they are what do you do well, what can I see well you can see this and this this is what you can see yeah. okay do I'll that. do that whereas if you've got a map it's almost then people are going well how far can I see I want to draw a line and yes. see what which of this one map I, I can want see. charts and diagrams <laughs> yes <laughs> so yeah I mean I, I personally prefer combat to be like that it was, it was st- I still enjoyed it it was still good I really liked we uh, stole a walker yes we have there was in this, uh, in this thing oh, a bit spoilery maybe for the the start of thing but, this does um, lead to a problem as I remember, one of our biggest criticisms of yes. it, we there was there was a walker section. There was a number of vehicles you could take. We all piled into one walker because we could have jumped on the jet bike things. Yeah, but two of us went, or oh, we're crap at this and we'll die. Yeah. Um, so we I was the pilot, the so I was piloting the, uh, the big thing. Yeah. The big thing. Yeah. Bear in mind I, like, this... I want that because it's big and it can kill stuff. Yeah. Now bear in mind, because I was a psychopath. Yeah. This walker was written into the. It was on the map yeah. as, as, a, as a drawing. It had tokens for it. It was written into the campaign, yeah. or the, the mini campaign, the session. James could not find the rules for it anywhere. The rule book was one of the most badly laid out yeah. that we, oh. I've ever seen. It was, it was really horrendous. Yeah. Once you found something, it was very, very simple. But, I mean, he was looking in the combat <laughs> sections, he was looking in the vehicle sections, he was looking in the starter rules. Yeah. We could not find it anywhere. We couldn't yeah. find it in the index, the glossary, and it was just like, well, they put this in, but there's... They've not explained it very well. There doesn't seem to be any rules for it, so we made yeah. it up. Yeah. Um, it worked. Yeah. yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, especially for something that's a starter box. Yeah, that could be being bought by people that have no idea. Yeah, yeah, never could be people who've never played roleplay before. And, and it, it's actually one of the things that that people struggle with in roleplay games. I think, especially when they're new, and especially when they're running new, is that and oh, most roleplays say this, but the rules actually don't matter. The rules are a way of mediating conflict, creating tension, um, but ultimately the DMs or the the, the games master or the person running, uh, storyteller, uh, whatever you want to call them, um, the brand Poobah, 
of story um, <laughs> is in control. Yeah. And you have to have the confidence to go, can't find the rules right, make it up, make it fun. Yeah. Because, and you need to have that principle in mind that this should be fun. Yeah. You also need to know that you're not fighting against the players as a DM. It's another rookie mistake. Yes. And as players, you need to know that the DM isn't someone that you're competing against and you're trying to destroy all their lovely things because then you win the game. You are playing characters and you are telling a story and you are having fun. And sometimes you need to trust that person yeah. opposite you, which is difficult because obviously when you have a combat... They're your adversary. They're rolling dice for the other side. They're probably chuckling when they critical you and blow your character's arm off. Yeah, um, that's hilarious. You can get a prosthetic in the future. I skinned it's one once. You skinned, skinned a player. Skinned a player character. Nice. Mm. You were in that. Was, was I? That was the the legion. Oh game yeah. You played. I always win your games. That's because, you, <laughs> that's because you split half the party, and I went. Well, I was expecting them all to go punish, punish, punish. This will teach. Colin. Them. Colin does grimdark fantasy games yeah. where um, everyone's at cross purposes, and I generally tend to screw everyone over in the last ten minutes and emerge with my my desired outcome, and everyone yeah. else being miserable. Yeah. But everyone had fun, so it's that's okay. the point. I um, do smaller sessions so that everybody can screw one another over, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think after we played, um, and those who listened to our fantasy special, thank you. Um, <laughs> but um, those when we played the year and a half long campaign, it does. If work. I'd have turned around at the end and murdered everyone and joined the bad guy, you probably would all have set me on fire. Yeah, <laughs> but then you've spent a year and a half invested in a character yeah. when we've only made a character for three weeks, and I told you it's only going to last three weeks. Yeah. You're a bit more. Yeah liberal at what you're playing going yeah. oh well and I think those people hopefully out there that have heard us talking about the fun that we've had the role playing games and fancy trying it try to get someone to run the game for you who's played before if you can yes don't try you can try and dive in but it, you need to just bear those, those basic those basic yes. things in mind that you're there to have fun it's not a competition you're telling no. a story that's interesting uh, that keeps people engaged and sometimes you do have to sort of wing it, trust the DM. Um, and the DM, you know, you shouldn't be doing anything really horrible to the players unless it seemed to be fair using the rules and that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, walks in and rips your arm off. Why? Ah, I thought it would be interesting. Yeah. But is that fun for that player? I don't yeah. want to name names or, or anything. I've played in games where we have been competing against the DM because the DM's got too attached to the NPCs and got drawn into his own little world, which yeah. is fine. It's nice to have a DM who's excited by his characters. If we decide to kill those characters because they're dicks, then... Don't TPK the rest of the party because you're in a mood. Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah. Some sometimes you. sometimes yeah. there are, and I, I've I've ran games like this for for various groups, and I've gone. This guy is ridiculously hard, and I've got a little bit of a backstory how he's essentially a demigod, and the party have gone. Well, he wouldn't play anything against us that we couldn't kill. Let's hit it, and and I wiped half of them out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I like to think there's a bit of common sense when I go this thing's really scary and it's legendary and, and you should run away from it I like to think that most of the groups would go yeah let's not take yeah. this on but at the same time when if they if some, if that character's done something that really upsets the party you're going to have to realise that they are going to hit it yeah. and if you've made it so it's going to kill them all then scattle back 
maybe scale it back. Well, I, I mean, I had a, a thing where we got into a fight with in a in a role play game. Uh, my character, part of my character's backstory was he had a sword um, that someone tried, someone attacked him, tried to mug him, and they had a scrap. The other guy ended up getting killed, and he had a shiny sword, so we kept it because he went, "I need a weapon." It's scary out there. People this, try to kill you. This is why exactly and, I was referring. Oh, excellent! <laughs> Were you there? Uh, no, it's the second one that person. Ah, uh, right. Same DM. The uh, same DM. Same thing happened. Um, so this sword was actually quite important, and a group of people. I think it was a group of elves. elves mm. um, it bore their clan symbol. Now I was basically playing a simple village guy who d- didn't really know much about the world, so I didn't realise that it was. You know, oh, you shouldn't take. Wasn't yeah. it something like uh, a high elf? It was. It was an ancient sword of one of the high elf clans. It was like that. Okay, Eberron elves. Yes, it was a very important sword. Yeah. It was this normal person? Not have any idea. It was. It wasn't a peasantry sword. It yeah. was. So I walked into a pub. There were some of these people there, and they immediately went, "Where'd you get that sword?" And I was like. I found it. <laughs> bluff, bluff, bluff the stupid ogre. Ah, it didn't work. Uh, Mainly because he called him a stupid ogre. And they, they decided that they were going to take the sword. Now my character was like, no, it's mine. So he kind of kicked off. We ended up having a fight. Now, these people were much harder than us. Yeah. And they immediately killed one of the party members. Stone Cold Dead killed them. Yeah. Yeah. After that, I think the DM realised that they'd made a bit of a boo-boo. And they knocked the rest of us out and took our stuff and left. Yeah. Now, for that player, the dead guy was like, why didn't they just knock me out? Yeah. Yeah. Or why didn't they just finish off the rest of the party? It, it kind of lost its its making making yeah. sense there. Now, it would, it's fine to put in something like that and they go, yeah, they, nickel, they knock you all out, they nick your stuff. Right, let's go get our stuff back. And that's an adventure. It's a quest. It's something yeah. to do. Yeah. And you hate those people. I mean, and you're like, let's get them. And you, you know, it's, having it's the recurring villain. What I did when I skinned the pie, I deliberately knocked them all out. They didn't realise they'd skinned them. They just turned up two days later when um, when NPCs went and found them. And yeah, I hurt them quite badly. But I did it deliberately so that they hated the creature. But I made sure they were alive because I knew it would kill all three of them. They're just running around yeah. with no skin. Yes, uh, as I I recall, they came on a cart covered in blood. You went and they looked like they were holding a leather bag. And then when you got close, it was... He'd he'd skinned them, handed them their skin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It was horrific. Yeah, I forgot you did that. Somebody reattached this news. You did that to one of the players. That was like the second scene of that particular game. Yeah. It was really, really early on. But it was in a a setting where that could happen and someone could survive. There was magical healing and and things like that. And for my, in my defence, it was AD who, not AD, it was Alid who was playing and he wanted a character who had stigmata and he wanted fresh open wounds like the saviour. Yeah. And I went, and he he wanted kind of a scalp. He wanted to be scalped and and that would cause some magical damage. And I went, okay, you're fine for now. Give me ten minutes. <laughs> it just so happened I went yeah. and did it to the rest of them as well. And this is the other thing, is that listening to your players, discussing with your players, you don't have to give them the things they want, yeah. or you don't have to give them the things they want in the way that they expect no. it. I mean, I gave Be him... Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I gave him the power yeah. he wanted, Yeah, yeah. but I made his character... I took permanent hit points off him, because I went, uh, you've got <laughs> no skin, and you're in a lot of pain. You're more naked yeah. than naked. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but yeah, you have to be careful 
about what you throw at the party. Yeah. Especially I mean, it's like you said about the demigod. I mean, you, you clearly sound and make it sound like you'd emphasise the players that that isn't something they can fight. Yeah. So really, they should, the, as a player, you should go, okay, I'm not meant to be attacking no. this. And it wasn't this is being, host- trying to do it wasn't being hostile at the time. Yeah. I've had one campaign where someone did that. They attacked... Um, they decided they didn't like someone who was in charge of this village. They just ran at them and attacked them. Yeah. And the person just knocked them out and then got the local magistrate to lock them up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I had a, another game. Uh, so, you know, it had its consequences, but I didn't kill the character for one silly mistake. Yes. Uh, I had another game where the characters went off on an epic quest and came back and someone had stolen the village they lived in <laughs> um, and there were all these guards about and it's like no we've claimed your village for the next country over um, mm. we've got a deed of land actually it belongs to our family tough so one of the characters just started murdering guards and you know they were at the point where they were quite powerful so yeah they were just killing loads of people yeah until you know they were eventually sort of surrounded and it was like the rest of the party were like what are you doing it's like oh, these guys have invaded and they're like the guy could we not just talk about this and they ended up on trial <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um and then you can do obviously if you're playing a fantasy game you might have trial by combat you could do that in a sci-fi game yeah, yeah definitely um, star wars particularly to fit that quite yeah june june yes Sim- again is yeah. in there I know there's not a Doom role play, but you could knock one up in yeah, quite 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. The combat would be a bit odd. Because it's not fast-paced, because you've got to be slow to get past the shielding with the knives. And you're yes. placing it on Doom, So skill, skill-based yes. things. Yeah. yeah, so you make it a skill that you get yeah. better at. Yeah. 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 You could almost base off Star Wars. Style. Yeah, yeah. It would yeah. work quite nicely. Um, so yeah, there's some role-play tips for you for, yeah. for combats and similar. Yeah. Critical Twits, top tips. Yeah. I, I would say... Going back to, to Star Wars quickly, it's well worth trying. I thoroughly enjoyed it. If you really like Star Wars, you will have a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. If you're not a big fan of Star Wars or you're just not invested in that kind of story, give it a go and just change the story. Just yeah. make your own sci-fi setting. <laughs> you could use anything you like. and any but, You could me. turn it into Star Trek. You could turn it into Mass Effect. You couldn't turn it into Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, she could. You you could turn it into any sci-fi draw, any sci-fi setting you want, and it's yeah. a nice system to run it from. Yeah, I mean, if you if you've not got a huge attachment to Star Wars, I mean, this is the other thing as well. You could make the game grittier. You could give it a different feel. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, Star Wars is. I, mean, I don't really want to get into the fantasy versus sci-fi thing, mm. uh, but it feels Except like so. fantasy in space. Yeah, he Why has he got a laser sword? Because he does. Yeah. Why can he do mind tricks? Midichlorians. Yeah. Um, it is it's essentially it is, magic. Yes. It is, because yeah. there's no scientific basis in it, but it's it's got a completely I mean, different feel. Yeah. Then again, sword fighting in space. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's sword fighting it's in got, space. It's got a bit of a, a fantasy feel to it. Yes, definitely. Um, I mean, that can, sword fighting can be done in a scientific manner. As I was say, we mentioned Dune is... Yeah, quite solidly scientific. Yes, yeah, with the universal field theorem, with the, with the way their shielding works that's in that, grittier and yes. bloodier. And yeah, yeah. These can... Star Wars has the almost standard generic yes. RPG fights, which last minutes, hours long. Whereas Dune was a, a, a bit more the yeah. realistic. Slash just going once they can die. Yeah, you're just going to run in and ship the guy seventeen times until yeah. he falls over, which is as horrific, bl- uh, bloody, and and doesn't make for entertaining fight scenes. Mm. 
Yeah, so you could still you could you could tailor it to your taste. Yes. If you don't like something, just take it out. It doesn't exist. That's the joys of roleplay yes. because you tell that story. Yeah, you just need to make like sure it. everyone yeah. knows that yeah. Yeah. those things that look like they've got vacuum pipes on their heads don't exist because they're silly. Yeah. There are no Jar Jar Binkses in this world. Yeah. <laughs> or just change Gungans? the looks. Gungans, yeah, yeah. Gungans, that's what they were called. You said no, so like a Gungans. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, that was terrible, wasn't it? No, it was quite a good impression, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. It was actually <laughs> a scary impression. Yeah. yeah. Ah, Mr. So Happy. Um, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> there's such a temptation just to continue for the rest of the, uh, the no, podcast in no, that style no, can we re-record everything where I'm a Gungan <laughs> yes uh, I look forward to the well. fan mail it's so popular <laughs> Colin you could be a teddy bear it's not a teddy bear it's an Ewok uh, <laughs> yeah so another well, as you know they're called Klingons <laughs> <laughs> um, another science fiction role player that we played with a completely different tone of feel um, is Paranoia. It is a silly game. It is a very silly game. Yes. Now, Paranoia's had multiple editions throughout the years. It goes all the way back to the 80s. I think it was a Games Workshop game. <gasps> I think um, it was originally, yeah. And it consists of players living inside um, a sort of underground society run by a computer. The friend computer, the brave computer. Which I'm sure you can already work out. It's going to turn out that it's not a friendly computer. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, the computer's They're absolutely mad, but it's, it's a mad dictator. And I mean, one of the things I really enjoy as a DM is being the computer when we play Paranoia. Oh, yeah. Um, because it, you can just go wild. It's a comedy game. Each player has six clones. So, you know, Aaron, this might be of interest oh, yes, to you. Yeah. Um, and the game only ends for them when they're, all their clones are gone. <laughs> okay. Um, we're currently, uh, Paranoia XP came out around about the time of Windows XP, so about 10 years, 12 years ago, maybe okay. a bit more. Uh, I think they're currently remaking it. Right. And they're reworking a new edition, as far as I'm aware, um, for Paul Dean of Shut Up. We're talking a lot about Shut Up and Sit Down, but yes. we love them, even if they don't love us. Um, <laughs> This is what love is, yes? Um, <laughs> has um, has gone to Vancouver to work on that as far as I can okay. gather. Okay, that could be cool. If that's yeah, wrong, maybe do some research for me. And if it's wrong, just cut this bit out. Okay. I mean, um, but, if it's not Paranoia was a fun game, then whatever they do to it now should yeah. be. Yeah. Um, and I've played um, I've played a couple games. I've run a couple games. It's not something that I play a campaign of. It does have no. a more serious mode that you could play a more serious campaign off but actually for me it, it's it's very much a silly one-off yeah. game I've played it once as a silly one-off I thoroughly enjoyed it I still remember it very well all the silly things that, that happened years ago as it well. was years ago and I still remember it yeah. um, but yes you're right it's not something you play as a campaign because no. you're going to end up spending most of your time well, actually, no. You actually spend most of your time trying to kill everybody else's clones yes. because it is yeah. a silly game. Well, it sounds a little bit like I have no mouth, but I'm a scream. I don't know if I, really I, know, I... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> In what uh, way? Well, the, the, the computer that's got a selection of people. Oh can... yeah, yeah. I mean, in, 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 the, in the story, it's, nowhere it's near as dark. Or... Yeah, but I mean, you think uh, System Shock done it. by Monty Python. That's Ooh. great, yes. And that's what okay. you have. It's System Shock by Monty Python. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, um, 
we we started off um you start off as basic people who've been you're you're the first clone of your six you've yeah. been promoted to become a troubleshooter for the the computer to get a better security clearance and security clearance is everything yeah yes um one of the archetypical um missions in paranoia is right you are red security clearance it means you can go anywhere that's painted black which is infrared so yeah. black and anything that's red anything that's orange yellow blue green indigo violet or white it's above your security clearance you're not allowed to go there i'd like to you, point out you start with the red clearance yes just okay. as a little bit of a reference there <laughs> yeah um you're pitiful so you're, yeah. well, and your red shirts just and, like in star wars yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wesley Crusher. <laughs> um, no. Um, yeah, so you start as red shirts, which I think is it's a nice little, nice touch, little thing as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, your, your jumpsuit is red. Um, and one of the, the archetypal missions is, right, you need to go and paint that yellow corridor red. It's been changed. Okay. And you go along, you get your, you get your paint, you get your stuff, and you paint the corridor and you get to the end of the corridor and then you open the door and it's still yellow you run out of paint you can't go back the way you are because there's a machine gun turret that comes out the uh, comes out the thing and shoots you because you're in the wrong security clearance yeah you lose a cloak because you, you die yes. you die almost instantly there, there's yeah. no messing around it is you you get shot you die yeah. there are it's almost like cartoon kind of physics so yes. um, as dm i can i can bring your clone in from a shoot in the ceiling um has happened that then deposits you exactly where you were so you can't just all kill yourselves to get out of it yeah for instance um we we've done all sorts of very strange things in that game Um, things i mean so it's 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 a it's a satire of sort of that kind of cold war paranoia that totalitarianism yeah um the xp one actually upgraded it to have sort of more sort of capitalism and more modern references yeah um, so slightly hit and miss um, but you don't have to include them all no. every character it's a it's traitorous to be a mutant okay every character has a mutation a bit like mutant yeah. zero you can choose to declare it you get a stripe across your your jumpsuit and everyone kind of treats you like you smell of eggs yeah <laughs> one of the mutations probably does make you smell of eggs <laughs> yeah. um, there are a couple mutations that you're not allowed yeah um, it doesn't tell you in the player's guide that you're not allowed them uh, but you go do you want to declare your mutation the character player goes yes I've got this mutation I'm not going to spoil it for anyone and the computer player, the DM's computer goes ah excellent report to the nearest termination center <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you you have to draw a new mutation for your or roll up a new mutation for your next okay. character you can vary the clones slightly yeah uh, at your whim yeah and it's one of those games choice. where the players aren't allowed to know the rules. They're only allowed to know what's in the players' section. It's very small. Yeah. Um, and it deliberately, unlike most games where the rules are very open, yeah. if the players keep asking you the rules, uh, then they are violating their security clearance. And <laughs> the, the actual rules of the game are the highest security clearance available. Yeah. So the players aren't allowed to know how the game actually works. I mean, you'll pick bits up, and I'll tell you what to do, and you'll you know you'll learn the basic sort of checks and things. Yeah. But you're not allowed to know lots and lots of the information unless you've got to that security oh, clearance, which is almost impossible. I don't yeah. think they even got past red in the end. I made one of you a higher security clearance. Yes, I can't remember who it was. Um, I rolled a dice. <laughs> 
And then I, 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 I remember was... you arguing over why's he got it? Well, he did this or he did that. <laughs> you know, trying to work out how <laughs> to get promoted. Paranoia. You also, yeah. it's also illegal to be in a secret society. Every character is part of a secret society. <laughs> yeah. Depending on how slapstick you play, you might. Some bit, having it revealed might be something that you blackmail people over it might be something that gets them in trouble it might be something that's worth saying this person's a traitor and you shoot them and hope that the computer rewards you yeah yeah. Uh, and it encourages that backstabbing that kind of that kind of feel to it yeah um, really fun actually I'd quite fancy having a play yeah I now. really want it one of the nice... I need a new new adventure, because you played the one I've got. <laughs> I wouldn't remember. I, I remember what happened, as in the slapstick moments. I don't yeah. remember what we were doing, why we were doing it, and how we were doing it. I just yeah. remember... One, one of my favourite mechanics of it is almost like a, like a fate system. Yeah. You have a certain amount of, if you like, fate points. You can spend them to, to boost your own abilities. Say, you go, right, um, here's for example, I went for a grenade. Yeah. Grenade rolled at my feet. I threw a grenade. Put down a couple of points to make sure my grenade goes where it's supposed to. What you can also do with those points is screw other players over. AD immediately went, uh, put down the points against me. Yeah. So that my grenade went horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> Someone did it. I'm just trying to remember if this is actually in the game or if it was something that I made up and added in. <laughs> I can't remember. It's been a while. Okay. We're really terrible at research. We, we are. I think. I think it was a mechanic. I think we took it a bit too far. Yeah. Um, but you could you could mess up the other player's score. Yeah. Um, as I recall, I threw the grenade. It attracted the attention of a nearby robotic dog. He picked up the grenade and ran it back to me. <laughs> That's because at the very start of the the thing. Um, Ad decided he wanted a robotic dog. <laughs> I said, I said to everyone, "What is your dream in life? What is your goal?" Yeah. Um, and Ad was to have a robotic dog, so I put in a robotic dog in the black market that you stumbled upon. That was why um, right. it was the black. But I made market. it more expensive than he could afford, so he then had to. He, he borrowed some money. He tricked some people. It made it into a role play thing that wasn't in the adventure. Yeah, it was just um, there. But he got the the robotic dog, and it was like, yeah. And then you threw a grenade, and I was like. There's a dog there. <laughs> um, so it ran off and picked it up, brought it back and killed everyone. Uh, me and Adi, I think. Yes. Because he ran into went, no, and just it, it detonated, killing all three of us. There was, um, oh, you met a you met a, a crazed guy who was suffering from some kind of post-traumatic stress thing and you calmed him down, but he was very stupid. And one of you gave him a grenade and said, go and take it up to that guy over there and blew them up with it as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There was yeah. a moment one of us was trying to dodge traffic and fell into it, um, getting cut in half. Yeah. There was a really bizarre moment where between... Uh, oh, this was brilliant. Can I can I pick this up slightly? You can, yes. Yeah. So the way that names work in, in, in it, that's where you were going. Yeah. yeah. The way that names work is that you have a name, mm -hmm. your security clearance, which is a letter. So in this case, R, because yeah. you read security clearance. And then a three-letter... Um, a, a three-letter um, area code, almost like a postcode, which says which area you're from. Yeah. So you might be Jeff R. Leg, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For, for instance. And quite a lot of the names are silly puns and silly jokes and things like that. Yeah. So I got everyone to name their characters, but I didn't even look at them. I didn't care. We were just playing a game. Yeah. Um, and um, one of the players got killed. And... Um, I 
grabbed their sheet, had a look, and then went da 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 And then I announced as the computer that a clone of Hugh R. U. <laughs> so they'd come up with their own silly jokes. The players had got it immediately. It was yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, um, the, the clone of Hugh R. 2 will be arriving in two minutes, at which point another player went, what? I'm not dead. And they picked the same silly name. Yeah, they both, without realising, because we hadn't learned one another's names. Yeah. So no. both of them had picked Hugh Are You. Yeah. So I was like, "Wow!" And the other the player who who did, kept a straight face was yep. just like, "So I had the player who wasn't dead. Um, I had one of his clones activated accidentally, <laughs> so he had two of himself. Um, so he stood there, and this this other version of him just walks in. Is like." What? <laughs> um, and your clones, your name is, you start off as Hugh R. U. 1. This was Hugh R. U. 2. Which I yeah, that was really, really, uh, really silly. Um, so you could get a feel of the tone from that kind of thing. Uh, at which point, Hugh R. U. 1 just flipped out, shot him in the face, and put him in a bin and went, that never happened. <laughs> Killing one of his own clones. Yeah, so, um, and then. The error was sorted because I didn't want the other player to sit out yeah, for yeah. too long. But after we'd finished rolling around on the floor laughing, I've never ra- laughed so much playing a role play game. Oh, yeah, genuinely, was, um, was, I, my sides was, li- were literally hurting it, uh, from the laughter, the silliness. It yeah. was my um, first time of dying by cocktail sticks. Yeah, they had yeah. Um, they had anti gravity cocktail sticks. So you picked it up, <laughs> pick your own teeth. You pick it up, you shake it, yeah, and then it it flies into your mouth. You don't need to do it, and it picks your teeth for you. But there was a box of a hundred of them. A fight kicked off in the R. D lab, so you kicked the table over, at which point a hundred cocktails <laughs> and flew into your face. Killing um, me instantly. Yeah, I mean that was it built into the uh, into that particular adventure. Yeah. That wasn't wasn't my thing. A lot of the silly things that happened were oh, mine, I mean, but some of them a lot of them were also in the yeah. every death the, the game was silly. If it wasn't us getting ourselves killed, it was us getting other people killed by doing silly things by going, yeah. Well just run at the turret, it'll be fine. And oh it's not activated. I deactivate I didn't deactivate it, yeah. did oh, it's the other thing was you roll up your stats completely randomly and you rolled was it you that rolled someone that couldn't do anything oh I can't, I can't remember what name I chose it wasn't as funny as who are you and who are you too um, but it was something along that, that showed that I I couldn't do anything I think I had the lowest stats in the entire game there was nothing I could do and I chose wasn't it name. wasn't it like um, I am like Ian R poo or something like that. It was something, like, yeah, something, something very silly. Something again. very silly that, that and I couldn't literally do anything. Yeah, the I, other thing I did like is that you have basically three sets of skills. You've got um, men, you've got physical skills, can do that. mental skills, can do that. and <laughs> charisma skills can like ass kissing and boot licking. Boot licking is a skill, yes, uh, <laughs> because if you can boot lick your superiors enough, they they like you and they give you stuff. And if you fail it, then they they hate you and um, they will make your life miserable and they'll abuse their power over you. All lovely, yeah. It, it's um, all sources of uh, good fun. Um, where did I start? Uh, the three skills. Oh yes. So each of those three areas. Um, you can have one thing that you're really good at. You can pick it on the fly. But it has to be really, really specific. Um, and once you've chosen it, that's it forever. Mm. But you get like a plus 20 bonus to do it, which is massive. I've just remembered what mine was. Go on then, Colin. I think. 
Do you remember what it was? No, no idea. No. As I recall, it was something along the lines of cooking with a frying pan. <laughs> right. Or something really bizarre that made no sense whatsoever. You were an amazing fry cook. And I think I got the opportunity to... I think we went into a restaurant or something like that, and I managed to disguise myself as a fry <laughs> cook chef. Wasn't it, wasn't it, wasn't it to pretend to be... Uh, pretend to be a chef while wielding a frying pan or something yes, like yeah, that. Yes, yeah, it was something really... you wanted to pretend, and you were like... And I was like, I was like, if you get caught, you're going to die. So you were yeah. like, I will make this my charisma-based skill forever, because it will run off you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that was my one thing. I could I could disguise yeah. myself as a now, perfect chef. the chances chef. of that ever coming up again are minute. <laughs> oh, yeah. But if it did, you'd have been sorted. Um, so you got to get this one-off, almost like a free-pass skill. Yeah. Um, so, like, some of them... Some of them you could be, like, um, getting an extra 10 credits out of the cash machine... Um, by my habitation block when no one's looking. Yeah. Or it could be uh, convincing this particular character not to kill me yet. Yeah. <laughs> and that one particular person, you can always sort of stave off them killing you. Um, but yeah, once it's done, it's done. And once you've used all three, they're set in stone forever and it has to be really specific. Um, but it gives the players like a little bit of control over over things that are going on as yeah. well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm re- I'm looking forward to the new version coming out. I think I'll wait to play it till the new one comes out because it would have updated a lot of the references. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the references yeah. were dated even eight nine years ago. Yeah, um, but I suppose if you've got a good. Um, Good DM. You know, I'd very much like to play it again. If they weren't going to update it, I'd, I'd want to play it again. Yes. Um, we don't. It's not something you play very often. You have to be in a bit of a silly mood for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But actually, I mean, we found because <clears throat> because of real life intruding that long running role play campaigns are becoming really hard to do. Yes. Yes. I'm more interested in looking now at things that we can pull out and go. We're doing this because Jeff's not here. Yeah, yeah. Um, poor Jeff can never make it. Yeah, yeah. One session or two or three session games or yeah, something. We'll, we'll start doing this. We'll back, back, yeah. bang this. I'd, down. I'd, I'd quite happily um, go because you can knock a paranoia character out in about twenty minutes. Yeah, that less than that. Once you get know what you're doing, because yeah. it, it's been deliberately built. If you lose all six of your clones. <laughs> You make a new character. When you've made a new character, the DM checks it and then brings you back into the game. Yeah. So it's it, it's, it's, it's very fun. quick. It, and it, it, oh, it's, yeah. it's such a fun thing to play for a set. I've I've never laughed so hard in a role play game before. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, very much looking forward to uh, to having a go uh, that again. Yes. Yeah, um, excellent. So that's um, some science fiction role playing games. Just a semi random selection of the ones that we've uh, we've played. <laughs> we have played some others, but let's move on to video games. Video games. Right. Video games. It's where we have to try and think of video games of science fiction that we've played recently. I haven't played a lot of science fiction recently. No, there used to be tons of it. Have there been many science fiction games recently? There's been a few, but not a lot. Most of the ones are coming out. I noticed for a while there was a lot of science fiction games around the Dead Space era, the yes. first one that came yeah, out. Yeah, loads. But yeah. I think the rise of Game of Thrones yes. has led to a lot more fantasy games, yeah. which I'm yeah. not complaining about. We all love a good fantasy adventure where we get to kill an orc. <laughs> Most, all, all of us who are normal. Or as a normal. <laughs> oh, this clone's broken too. <laughs> Send him back to the jar. <laughs> but there isn't as many sci-fi games coming out or no. not at present no no 
Um, I, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um, Halo 5 has just come out, which none of us have played. <laughs> so it's not really something no, we can discuss. but I've played 4, I've played 3, mm. played 2, yeah. I've played 1. Yeah. Mm. They get better. They, no, they don't. No. It's the same. S- some games... No, they don't. They get worse, in my opinion. Uh, Let's discuss this for a bit. Okay. Yes. okay. <laughs> right. Four. Because we've got, we've got this agreement of Halo. Conflict, the driver of all I'm gonna. I'm going to sit over here with Aaron, because I think he's on my side for some of this. Yeah. Team up on Aaron's side here, because uh, I, I think me and Aaron have very similar opinions, and Brian, you can sit in that tiny corner of the space station by yourself. Yep. Um, in what I like to refer to as the winner's circle. <laughs> No, that's just where the, the zone of truth. The zone of truth. <laughs> okay, the... why don't you like? Why are the Halo games got worse? I really enjoyed the first Halo game, as yes. did most people. Yeah, it had a really, really good um, single-player campaign. Yeah, you twist and turns. It's quite a decent length. The, yeah. the combat was pioneering for its time. Yes, for better or for worse. Yeah, in retrospect, but definitely pioneering. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it brought in the regenerating health and such like. But no, it, it didn't. Did it not? No, number one had a health bar yes. system. You had, yeah, a you had a regenerating shield. You had regenerating yeah. shield yeah. Uh, and two weapon slots. Yeah, two weapon yeah, slots. Which were yeah. completely unheard of at the time. Yeah, you could just carry around an entire arsenal in your, in your magic backpack. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And your space backpack. <laughs> your hollow pack. <laughs> You want to make it spacey make it a hollow thing yes you, you have a wormhole in your butt crack basically you yes stick things in it seemed you just sort of stuck things behind you and they disappeared and a fan, fa- <laughs> a fan fiction goes mental <laughs> mm. anyway it's <laughs> slightly queasy yes uh, I really enjoyed it I loved Halo 1 yep um, completed it uh, on the old uh, Xbox yep ha- Halo 2 Rushed out, bought it at midnight, completed it by 4am. Yeah. Was a big pile of rubbish. Didn't like it at all. I will completely agree. Yeah. Uh, kind of spoiled me on Halo. Never never really got into Halo 3. Never really picked me back up to the, the, the feeling of joy and satisfaction it was, it was, of it playing it. And then good. I've not really bothered since. So for me, I just it just... Okay. It peaked very early. I agree with you on Halo 2. Yeah. Um, it promised a lot. And didn't deliver anywhere as near. For, yeah. for starters, the removal of the health bar system. And if you're listening, game developers, bring back health bars. This works for multiplayer brilliantly because it makes multiplayer fast paced and, yeah. you know, vested with the adrenaline rush things. For a single player campaign, it just it slows everything down. And you can just hide behind some boxes till you regenerate. And on top yeah. of that, there's nothing more exciting. In a shooter game, when you're on that last scrap of health, you're running through hordes of enemies, you're chucking grenades behind you as you go, trying to desperately dive behind cover, looking for a health box. That's brilliant. Fast-paced shooter action. Removing of the health bar, it just makes you hide behind a corner. Did you ever play America's Armies? No. It's a bit of a propaganda thing for the American Army. Yeah. Um, But they used to give it away for free. Yeah, I think they still do. Um, I haven't played it ooh, 10, 12, 12, 12, 13 years. Yeah. Um, but that had very, very realistic bullets. So if you got shot in the arm, you couldn't use that arm anymore. Yeah. You got shot in the leg, you started to crawl around. Got shot in the trunk, and started to bleed out. Shoot someone in the head with a bullet, they died. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, that was 
tense from the get-go. Yeah. That was immediately incredibly, you know, um, yeah. incredibly tense. Um, and I, I quite like that. Yeah, I think there's a definite tension. I think we talked a little bit about games being power fantasies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a regenerating health system makes that makes yes, you an unstoppable it, power yeah, fantasy awesome. you are a colossal erection striding around destroying everything in your <laughs> yes. path which is, is which is fun of, to uh, do i mean don't get me wrong when you jumped into a vehicle in halo which um the first ones the marine vehicles were indestructible oh yes you could yeah. still be killed but the vehicles were indestructible that was yeah. a very good power moment but that it made it, it made it more powerful because you were could be killed in the first yes. game, you had a health bar. So having only two bars of health left, jumping into a tank and then absolutely obliterating everything was an amazing feeling compared yeah. to later on yes. installations, which yeah. didn't have that. Um, number three for me picked up a bit. Yeah, it wasn't as yeah. good as number one. No, um, it was better than two. Yes, definitely. <clears throat> the way I, I judge shooter games like that if I replay the game it's it's good yeah. I have replayed Halo 1 multiple times not recently but I, I did replay it multiple times Yeah. Halo 2 I played once never played it again mm. Halo 3 I have played levels again I haven't yeah, played the yeah. whole campaign again but, but I have picked out certain levels and gone, this is a fun level. I yeah. will play this level and then I will skip to the next level. So it has it has boring levels, but it did go back to more of the fun yeah. of, of the first Halo game. Halo 4, I have replayed that campaign about five times. And I would put it on par with the first Halo game. Uh, see, I was just bored of Halo by then. I felt that... They were just living off the name and the success of the yeah, first one. For I mean, time. and the plot disappeared up its own rectum round about ten minutes into the second one. Halo, Halo really had it in the first place. To be fair, it yeah. tried to, but it's hard to have a plot when you're just running around murdering stuff. Yeah, it, oh, I found myself quite engaged. I cared about getting through and surviving yes, yeah, in the first yeah, one. And true. The, it, I mean, the plot before is and it's a fantasy game in space. You've got the chosen one. And yes, is it the whatever it is the, the, the Arbiter and the Arbiter. the Arbiter and all this sort of thing it, 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 playing him in the second game what the hell were they thinking I didn't mind that so much they did well, a widen on us yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> it added more to the story and, and brought in the introduction that there was a civil war going on between the Covenant yeah I mean that that's what brought what little investment I had in Halo 2 into it yeah was hearing kind of his side of things but uh, it'll, it, it, it was a bit weird. It had fallen up its own arse, as yeah. Brian said, um, by that point. Don't get me wrong, Halo I 4... I arse, I never swear. <laughs> Halo 4, the plot made absolutely no buggering sense. No. It took... This, I mean, the, the trilogy, as for whatever people think of the stories, it ended the story. The yes. war ended, the Covenant leaders all died the Arbiter took over there was peace between humanity yep. we can all carry on cheery and, and then four just kind of threw it all up in the air came up with an entirely new enemy and new reasons why we were fighting and, and I, I didn't understand half the plot yeah. what was going on but just for the gameplay it was I enjoyed yeah. it was Halo 4 the one that was the first one out by a different studio yes by yeah. 343 yeah. because I know Bungie went off and did Destiny yes uh, which yes. you've played which yes. is which, um, yeah. which I have had yeah. absolutely no interest in playing because of the A 
the colossal mess up that was Halo after the first one for me. Yeah. And also, it, it's an MMO, yeah. and they yeah. involve lots and lots of tedious grinding, yeah. which yes. I hate because I'm here to have fun. A, I'm not here to repeat grinding. menial tasks. And B, it's a power fantasy because it's it's Halo in a different skin. And you can't have a power fantasy in an MMO because you log in yep. and there's someone 20 levels higher than you. Yep. And there will always be someone yep. a million levels higher than you. I will say, combat-wise, is fun. Yeah, I, I've certainly picked it up on several occasions. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'll have a muck about and play on this kind of thing. But I haven't got to the end and completed it, so I'm doing new things all the time. Yeah. And even now I'm seeing the, the beginnings of the grind appearing there's, going... I don't, I, I don't want grind. Grinding is boring. I yeah. want to shoot everything on this level and then I want to right. go to the next level well, and... Do something new and see something new. And... Is, there's, this, there's this weird thing in gaming where people that consider themselves to be hardcore gamers yeah. actually often only buy three or four of the AAA titles and just play them all for... A thousand hours each. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, they're always playing games, and they play games all the time, and they they're, they're really into yeah they those particular repeat. games. But actually, they they just do the same things over and over again. They're yeah. playing the same games. They play FIFA, Call of Duty, Halo, over and over and yeah. over again. Now, if you're really into your multiplayer, there's nothing wrong with that. No, you know, if you enjoy yourself, you're not really a connoisseur of the art form. Well, that sounds so pretentious, doesn't it? No, Touch, but, I, but it I, makes, I know that you, you are, to me, gaming is, yeah, I, I, I like a game of FIFA. I know you guys don't, but I, I like no, a game I, of I FIFA. I like a game. I like oh, FIFA. Yeah, but, um, nah. I'll, I'll happily, I'll play a bit of an online shooter game every now and then. Um, I'll give them a go. But I also like um, an adventure game. I like a puzzle game. I yeah, like yeah. a game without the plot that's just a game, something that's, um, you know, um, an abstract yeah, game yeah. like Bejeweled or something like that. Where, yeah, what's the plot in that? Um, you like in Jaws? I don't know. No one knows. <laughs> um, but it's a game. It, yeah. They all tick different spots, and, and gaming is such a wide thing. Yeah, and I really like the Inkle games, um, sorcery and things like that. The old fighting fantasy games that they brought back as oh, yeah, interactive yeah. apps because they give me that nostalgic rush yeah. of childhood joy. Yeah. Plus, I mean, you know, it's cool. reading. Hell, I've still got Banjo and Kazooie on the Xbox. Yeah, yeah, which I downloaded because it's such a great game. And I just find that going online and playing those games. Well, I felt that Halo Three had a massive shift towards it being more about the multiplayer. Definitely, and the multiplayer was fun. I mean, yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with that. The multiplayer. I do not go online to play a game to be called a noob and a fag by a twelve-year-old kid. No, I also it's no fun. I do like it. it Puts me off. Yeah, I mean, I like power fantasy. I am shit in real life. I'm <laughs> I have the muscle structure and elastic band. Those dead civilians that you see in every game ever, I'm one of them. Yes. I haven't died, and I'm, I'm not the hero. So when I play a game, it is to it is to murder everything and, and, and be the hero. And I don't like going onto a multiplayer game and going, "Haha, I've died. Aha, I've died." Or if I just if I wanted to do this, I'd go and start a fight with a gang because it's exactly what's why don't happen. you just get good Colin <laughs> yeah uh, that and especially MMOs because I've got a job and a life and I'm an adult well, well that's the thing <laughs> that's yeah. why I don't get good yeah I mean that's the thing with MMOs I mean people have said to me oh you'd enjoy World of Warcraft you'd enjoy Destiny you'd enjoy this you'd enjoy that and I've, I've played some of them and gone yeah it's not bad I don't play computer games all the time if I do, it's only for an hour or two, unless I've got some free time and I'm invested in... It tends to be more the story games I tend to yeah. play for large quantities of time. Mm. 
I might go a couple of months without playing a game easily. Mm. Uh, I I played a lot of GTA Five recently um, for a good five or six days every day. I haven't touched it in a week and a half. Yeah, I'm probably not going to touch it now for a good three weeks, but I will pick it back up. With an MMO, by that time people have leveled up 100 levels. Yeah, and you, I'm you still sitting there going, and, yeah. what I mean, am I supposed to do? I've actually, I mean, I've had friends that have got into MMOs because their friends are playing it, and then their friends, their friends out level them. Yeah. yeah, and then they can't play with their friends anymore yeah. because it just doesn't work that way. And then, well, you've then paid quite a lot of them as subscription models. You pay 15 yeah. quid a month, yeah. and you've got no one to play with. Yeah. And you can go and make other friends. I'm very wary of making friends on the internet, yeah. but. People do it all the time. Yeah. Be safe, people. Be safe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, use your common sense. That's something else. I don't know whether it's just because I am a complete narcissist, but thinking about World of Warcraft, there's lots of dungeons and, and, and levels that are meant yeah. for multiplayer. I just want to go in and do it myself. Yeah, but the game's not designed around that, and I don't want to join a guild, and I don't want to talk to twelve-year-olds who are going to swear at me because yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I, I, I love the, con- the the idea of those big dungeons of having forty people who are working together to achieve. If you something. could get forty friends, yeah, absolutely, yes, I'd be in in a heartbeat. And a lot of people do with those guilds, but like yeah, you said, they there are so go work many for the UN actually with their organisational yeah. skills. But there are just friends. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's a TV show in the nineties. Oh. You can probably download it off the internet when we uh, get back into orbit properly. I mean, hey, um, going back I to... I never knew that life would ever be this way. <laughs> I mean, going back to, to Halo, we played a lot of Halo. That was awful. Halo um, 3, um, when we're many years ago now, it seems. Yes. Um, between the four of us, we all go round, we got some pizzas... We, yeah, we played split Halo screen for hours. Split, yeah. split screen Halo with us yeah. online, so with other people as well. Yeah. Can't do that in Halo Five. No split screen. No, uh, that annoys the life out of me. But <laughs> it was amazingly fun, and I have yeah. lots of fond memories and lots of silly stories. And um, but the moment we all started getting jobs, other commitments came forwards. I had to work more. He had to work more. You had to work yeah. more. I haven't played it online since. I don't want to play it online since because I can't play with my friends yeah. and I can't have a laugh. I'm going to play with someone who can immediately headshot me. Yeah, and then insult you for And then insult me for getting headshot. It's yeah. like, well, yeah. I've been I'm massively alive. put off Rocket League recently because it seems to have caught on and become a big thing and now it's infested with idiots. Yeah, yeah. which is unfortunate. And I love Rocket League. I love the gameplay. I love the, the silliness and the randomness of it. But people yeah. that are being abusive to you online over... A, a game. silly little game. It's a game. I mean, the, the none of your self-esteem should be invested in a game. No, um, it doesn't mean anything. No. And one day, no one's going to play the game. Yeah, because the servers are going to shut down, and it won't happen anyway. Yeah, so yeah, you've yeah, got really gone. good at something that is no longer yeah. useful. I mean, the yeah. last time I'm going to be the greatest candle maker in all the land. We've got electric lights now. Go home. Yeah. <laughs> and the last multiplayer. I know people game, still buy candles. Yeah, it's not the best analogy. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the um, last multiplayer game I I tried was uh, Call of Duty. Yeah. We used to play that a little bit. I was just World at War or Modern Warfare. I think, it was Modern, Two? I think it was Modern Warfare. We played online a bit. I was never any. Time. I remember playing. Yeah. Play, I remember playing with you, Colin. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm shit. At, Call of Duty. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I can't read the the, the mini map very well. I can't tell what level they're on. Um, but it was it was quite fun to play with friends. And then one day I was at home and I was bored and I I, I put it on. I spawned. I died. Yep. I spawned. I died. Found a vantage point. 
and went, ooh, I died. Looked at the kill count, couldn't even tell where that shot came from, it was like a magic bullet. Um, and then I was being abused by my team for having, you know, nine deaths and no kills, and it yeah. was like this. Well, I'm new. You were new once. Everyone was new once. Yeah. And this, yeah. <laughs> that's not fun. And this is the thing, though, that, I mean, Call of Duty doesn't change that much. No, no. Therefore, there are people now out there that have been playing it online solidly for 10 years and are amazing at it. Well done, but don't be a dick about it. No. Yeah. And the rest of us are just, just trying to enjoy it. I don't like a lot of the ranking systems in games as well, where, <laughs> yes, they can try, you know, they do say they try and put you with people matched up to you but what you get is people who are really high level creating new accounts so that they can start again so you end up with amazing players who are level one I yeah. had this in Dark Souls did I talk about this before yes. last time yeah that someone had done the, the, the glitch where oh, you could yeah. transfer all your items over to a new character or someone had just levelled up a little bit but had completed the game really good at it and but had really really high level equipment on a very low level character yeah yeah um, it's yeah. just fine if you're good enough to do that, but then when you invade someone... You're going to slaughter them. It, it's not actually a fair fight. No. Where's the fun? You're a bully. Yeah. I mean, I remember a Halo <laughs> game where... If you want to be a bully, I suppose it's in the game, that's fine. Whoopie-doo for you. Yeah, it's not fun um, for the rest yeah. of us. And then there's yeah. times when the game either buggers up or it's taking a personal vendetta against you where you end up put against high-level characters and you're just going... Uh, there's me, Tom, and that civilian there who's never held a gun before. <laughs> oh! The SAS have arrived! What do we do? Yeah, I mean, I remember a Halo game, which actually turned out to be a lot of fun, because we gave up and, and started making our own minigames, where we were up against five of the Brigadiers, yeah. and the re- most of us were unranked. <laughs> and we ended up on a beach... By this, and we kept spawning on the beach because there was literally no other place on the map to spawn. We were spawning immediately, dropping dead. I mean, we, yeah. they were slaughtering us, but it was a, it was fun because we were turning it. We were just like, "Oh, this is pointless." Um, we tried to play a game where we got off the beach. First person to get off the beach wins out of our team, yeah. as far as we were concerned. Yeah. Um, but again, so that, that was fun because I was with friends and, mm. and we'd had a few drinks. But that happens more and more as the games get older. Yeah. You just end up put against players who you get put against the wall put it. Mm. And this is a fascinating the... analysis of science fiction in games <laughs> yes. well we stuck to the science shooting <laughs> yes bullets are science yes <laughs> yes um, I just thought I'd move us on because we just sound like a bunch of grumpy old people complaining about the onions gr- yeah, this what? is why we're in space I think we're the point is <laughs> make your single player campaign as important if not more important than the multiplayer Yeah, the yeah. multiplayer will the... continue if it's a good game the multiplayer will prop itself up don't put more investment into a multiplayer yeah. game than a... You'll sell more or, copies. Or just, just make it... I mean, fair props to Destiny. It hasn't really got a single-player mode. No. That's fine. Good for it. At least I knew I didn't want to buy it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas yeah. if it had dangled a six, ten-hour really good campaign in front of me, I might yeah, have bought it. And then I'd have... Yeah, they'd have got my money, but I'd been really resentful and... Yeah. But at the same time... a lot more than I already had. If it had a six or ten-hour campaign that you'd really enjoyed... Oh, if it was really, really good, then yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah might I mean, fine. I wanted to play Titanfall. There you go. Yeah. That's a sci-fi game. It's multiplayer only. Yeah. I haven't bought it, don't want to play it. Because no. there's no way I'd get good enough to... Oh, especially now, because it's been especially out Especially now. Yeah. Um, and I was disappointed, because I was going, well... A, you're charging full price for a multiplayer only, which is going to be dead in a few years. Yeah. 
because everyone will stop playing it because they'll move on to Kermit the Frog's yeah. Adventure 4. Which has happened with it. Which has pretty much happened with it. Half Not the servers are... for Kermit's Adventure 4. No, but, but half the servers are now gone. Do you remember Do you remember when they changed everything in Kermit's Adventure 3? Um, yeah. And they went for that top-down, deep immersion role-play. That was very it's when weird. when they took away it? the eating the flies for regenerating your health and went yeah. to some weird regenerate your fluff bar yeah because that, that made was, no sense uh, I don't know why like, they killed Miss Piggy uh, off that, that was, it was well totally she was giving him cancer wasn't she because she's a smoked meat <laughs> <laughs> totally inconsistent <laughs> <laughs> so um, any other games that we A want to talk about B have time for <laughs> I suppose we could touch on Metal Gear Solid 5 uh, yeah because I've played a little bit of it now You've seen a little bit, a little a little bit, bit. and yeah. I have played 15 hours and have completed 5% of the game because I'm really bad at it. It <laughs> takes me an hour and a half to do each mission. See, this yeah. is good. I'm already invested because that's 15 hours of game. That's only 5%. I like that. Aaron ratio. was there when I was shouting at him through yeah. the controller across the room. <laughs> I had a cold. I was feeling a bit grumpy. The controls are poo. Yeah. Oh, they... They're contextual, which means that if you're standing in slightly the wrong position and the little prompt hasn't flashed up, instead of picking the guy up, you end up getting your buttocks out. <laughs> you do something really strange. You're like, that's not what I meant to do. Yeah. Now, because it's very complex. But yeah, it, it is. To me, it's a science fiction game, first of all. Yes, definitely. I haven't played it, any of them. It looks like a science fiction well, game. It, he has a robotic arm a, in the 80s. Yeah, he has a, a robotic arm game. in the 80s. Um, you go around collecting cassette tapes, and one of the recent collect- cassette tapes <laughs> I collected, you were there, weren't you? Yeah. With the 1999 uh, remaster of um, David Bowie's Man Who Sold the World. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> kind of breaking my immersion here slightly, uh, but you you start off in a in a hospital. I'm not going to spoil the game for anyone because no, it's, it's that's the first thing you do. Yeah, before you and get to the screen. There's there's a man on fire. Of course there is. And there's a teleporting ghost guy. Yeah. Um, it has all sorts of science fictiony. Um, CIA mind control it's written by a lunatic. It, it is also <laughs> absolute <laughs> bobbins. Uh, the yeah. story makes no sense whatsoever. It is completely unself-aware um, and cringingly, cringingly awful in things like the way that they treat the female characters. Yeah, yeah. I, I know he really, keeps really winning naked. awards and he's recently won a Lifetime Achievement Award for video games, but he can't write. No, no. Please stop him. <laughs> Yeah, he, he makes good games, but stop him writing, or at least hire him an editor. At times, I mean, you guys haven't played Metal Gear Solid Three. The writing no, in that I don't is... have enough lives. There's <laughs> not no, enough time in the day. The, the writing in that is is very very good. Mm. You know, the, the end of that is genuinely quite heartbreaking, I, I, and it I does get a bit weird and odd in places. Mm. But again, it's quite self aware that it's being a bit of a strange, bizarre kind of James Bondy thing, yeah. and takes the mick out of itself. He, that one was very self aware. I mean, I have I don't seen it. Find or wasn't at Metal all. Gear Solid Five it appears to be. There's a lot less story. I've not had a lot of story in it so far. But I mean, there's there's some really cringeworthingly um, cringeworthy dialogue in there. Um, Again, not a spoiler, it's just a little little moment. There's a bit where um, Revolver Ocelot is talking to the new recruits. Yeah, Revolver and he's, Ocelot. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, carry on. No, his name is, and I kid you not, his name is Revolver Shalashaska yeah. Ocelot. Of course. And one of the cassette tapes 
you can listen to is is um, Big Boss asking him why are they calling you Shaska now as if this is something that we'd want to know <laughs> don't care it's mad it's silly that's, that's why it's on the tape so you don't have to listen to I, that yeah I've got 35 tapes that I haven't listened to I will listen to every single one of them because I get quite involved in the law with this how get life, get life. because it's weird because do it's you, slightly do, odd do you, have you undergone lobotomy in order to understand <laughs> does, does well, your I don't know what happened to me in the clone tank I mean well, quite possibly true. you're more you, you did, you're more you need to spend yeah. being actual jelly rather than there's, something useful. There's, 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 there's I, I'm enjoying the fact... And then there's being beaten by a brick until <laughs> stuff seems to make sense. Um, <laughs> but there's a bit where he turns around to these recruits and he's like, we're no longer dogs on our, on our stomachs. We're going to fight back. We're professionals. Act like professionals. We're diamond dogs. <laughs> and it's meant to be. It's obviously being played as like this moment that's like, yeah, we're, we're all really yeah. heroic. Is that, is that the inspiration? We're diamond it? dogs. Oh my nope. god, they're so stupid! Yeah. Are you, are you kidding? Yeah. Do you actually genuinely think that's cool? No. Diamond that's dogs. the thing. Metal Gear Solid 3 did this, 2 did it, and 1 did it as well a little bit. But 3 did it particularly oh, when they'd have these announcements of these silly names. And it was clearly like, no, I, I don't. find this a little bit. I, I think this is cool, but I know how stupid, silly, and geeky this no, is. I don't make a reference to how stupid that is because the characters. No, but there's no reference to anything. No, it's and I've really played that's... really straight. No, yeah, I, I don't worry. think he has any idea that we're all laughing at mm. him. I think because he keeps <laughs> making all the money, Konami, until at least recently, just covered his ears and went, shh. Yeah. But what's really great about it is I can skip all of that. I don't have to pay attention to yeah. that. Um, I'm actually really invested in one of the characters, and again, it's not going to spoil anything. I found a puppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I tied my puppy to a balloon, and now it lives on my oil rig. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, that in itself is insane. I have to apologise to one of my uni friends who will not be named whose game I've messed up slightly because of that. You made him shoot the puppy? I made him kick the puppy off the oil rig. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did it die forever? I don't know. I kind of put it down on when well I did jump off the oil rig the other day and you do die if you fall off the oil rig so you can't swim okay this might seem there completely no swimming all the you see these amazing rivers in Afghanistan yeah. and then they're all ankle deep <laughs> does anybody remember um, this is completely it's not off this is why I did it but does anybody remember Super Mario 64 yes. yeah yeah, yeah. Cool. when you rescued the baby penguin oh yeah and you gave it back to the mother yeah and it gave you a star yeah the first thing we then did is pick up the baby penguin and drop it off the edge of the cliff. oh yeah yeah you boot it as soon as possible yeah <laughs> that's what I was doing with the puppy I was you... did you do it in his game yes he Come said have a, have a play I didn't know what the hell I was doing <laughs> There was this puppy. I don't like dogs. I don't like animals. Um, <laughs> in real life, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not a, I'm not a pet person. So I was just kind of, for a laugh, I just wanted to see what would happen if I... It's not steered... a real puppy, but I'm actually horrified. Yeah. I just wanted to see what would happen if I steered this dog to the edge of the oil rig and I found a spot where it fell off and it kind of yelped and then I went... I don't think it's going to read. I just wanted to see if the game would allow it or whether it would put up a barrier and go, no. No, we do not allow that. And, 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 and <laughs> did you then immediately reset the checkpoint so that it? Uh, hadn't I, I stopped playing, and, and she, 
they turned it off. They haven't told me whether or not the dog's back. Um, oh, I actually feel slightly traumatised. That's horrible. Well, yeah. I, um, I, 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 that's what I had in my head. Super Mario 64, and I went and got a dog. Like a penguin. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great insight into your mind. You've got a dog. It's like a penguin, only fluffier. <laughs> slightly less squeaky. Um, you're really strange. <laughs> here's, here's a serious question for um, Mel Gear. Now, I've never owned a PlayStation until my PlayStation 4. Yeah. Yeah. I have never played a Metal Gear Solid game. Like, yeah. I know the writing is, is done by a two-year-old with a head injury. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to cut that bit. <laughs> that <must stay. laughs> Can Is it worth playing Metal Gear Solid 5 if I have abs... Do what you like, I resign. <laughs> I'm gone, this is not my problem. Is it anymore. worth playing if I have absolutely no idea what's going on and the idea of someone being called Big Boss sounds like a penis to and, as <laughs> I don't think we should talk to Aaron about this because he's obviously insane. He's obviously insane <laughs> quite a lot. And yeah. As makes... someone I haven't played since Metal Gear Solid 2 when Metal Gear Solid 2 was made out of elbows and awfulness. Um, yes. I... I'm really enjoying it. The gameplay is actually amazing. Okay. Um, the it, it's it's finally what you wanted to do. It goes here is a base. There are some prisoners in that base. Go and get them. Which is what he's wanted to do since and you the go, early nineties. How am I yeah. going to do that? Because in previous games it would be you would start the mission by climbing out the truck that you've hidden in the back of and you'd be in the base. It'd be fairly clear that you've got to get over there. Yeah. Linear you, almost. Yeah, it's, it's much more linear. This is, there's the base, what do you do? You're in a sandbox. Um, and I go, like I was playing and it was... Well, I saw one of the levels you were playing. You went round to the yeah. right and you died. Yeah, one of the things I was saying, it said assassinate these, these three generals fairly early on mission, assassinate these three generals. I'd recently developed a grenade launcher. Um, and it has these mini games that I don't really bother with where you can assign staff to different things I just automatically assign them and then occasionally I tie people to balloons and we brainwash them and then they make us better fists Um, (laughs) again every time I try and explain something I've done in this game it just sounds mad yeah Um, it makes sense at the time Um, exactly (laughs) but it's not a nourishing meal is it it's just a snack no um, so I decided I was going to take my grenade launcher and a sniper rifle and a load of smoke grenades Yeah. and I was just going to go commando on it. Um, so I snuck up, I went, found, found, um, found one of the guys who was inside a building, so I pulled out my sniper rifle, shot him in the head. At this point, one of the generals ran away, got into a car and started to drive off, fired a grenade launcher and missed went oh that wasn't good get better at the game Brian then another one of the, the generals running off the other direction um, hid behind the wall and got in a shootout with him I waited till all his mates came fired a grenade and blew him up lovely brilliant um, followed the other guy in his car he went and hid up in his own base rang in loads of reinforcements and I was like oh my god what am I going to do so got up onto this mountain nearby looked down at this base found loads and loads of enemies and found him and I thought I wonder if I can do this aimed my grenade launcher so I was aiming nowhere near where he was and fired a grenade from about half a mile away through the window and blew him up <laughs> at which point it went yay well done now you need to get out of here at which point 50 angry people were running at me um, and I got my eye in on the grenade launcher and just murdered loads and loads of people um, 
and then summoned the helicopter just ran away <laughs> um, being chased by, by some of the survivors got in a helicopter flew off past the mission and I was like didn't have to do it that way I could have crept into the base and murdered all of them very gently in their sleep yes. and carried on but I, I was in control of what I did there was another mission I was playing did where did it very quickly did it punish you as um it has Hitman a, style where it goes I will now grade you it does have a grading system but the thing with the grading system is that it gives you extra points for playing it yeah. you can replay any mission at any point to try and improve your grade yeah but you get less less, um, less bonus points each time you play it um, so you can't just level up all of your equipment by replaying the same single mission over yeah. and over and over again yeah. it does bring the bonuses down and there are extra things if you do really, really well. Uh, but you don't have to, and I've not run out of money yet. I can still upgrade. I can't upgrade everything, but I can upgrade the things I think I want. Okay. I've still got plenty of money in the bank to equip myself and get into missions and things like that. So I don't feel like it's it's punished me at all. Okay. Uh, and I've got, I've got the top rating for the very first mission, kind of accidentally, while I was still learning how to play. Yeah. Um, and then I've got B's and C's. And I'm not particular. I'm not wouldn't say I was good at it at all. Um, I'm not that good at stealth games, but it has really nice gunplay. So if you get caught, yeah, you can fight your way out of things. You can okay. do different things. Um, there was one bit I was playing where I kept getting. They kept summoning loads of reinforcements, so I would get half the mission done. I'd rescue the prisoners. It's another rescue the prisoners thing, and then. Um, I couldn't get out because all the ex all the entrances to this fort were being flooded with soldiers. So I crept in, put loads of C4 round the um, the communications equipment, snuck over to where the prisoners were, got the prisoners out, and then went, I always get caught going back the other way. So I blew up the, the communications equipment. They all ran over to where it was going, what was happening. Yeah. Uh, and then I escaped. Hmm. Clever. Clever. Yeah. So it's got... It, it's, it's got, got a nice flow. It's got a nice flow. Yeah, you can do things differently. You can approach okay. problems in different ways. Um, and I just kind of went, I'm just going to cheat them to murder them. I would like to try this. Yeah. I, I've really enjoyed it. I've also, there's, there's silly things like. Well, try some more other than um, going on an oil like, and messing up something. Shooting, <laughs> shooting guinea pigs with tranquilizer darts and putting them in your pocket. <laughs> well, uh, Which I've done. I know um, my friend has a bear on their oil rig. Yeah. That they ballooned in. Yeah. And, yeah. and a couple of sheep yeah because yeah I've got some sheep yeah. I, I've got a lot of sheep I'm, can I'm, you do I'm, anything with them or do you just have sheep <laughs> you know do define do anything with them do they, do they add resources do they become members of staff does well, one of them turn out to be a great scientist <laughs> <laughs> um, you get paid for rescuing the wildlife bar so they, they, they you get resources there's like UNICEF or something save the animals someone wants because the, the wildlife is getting blown up yeah, it's very there's important. airstrikes do they, do they get taken off the royal rig because as yeah. much as I do like the idea of saving the wildlife I can't imagine that a bear being trapped on in a confined space <laughs> in the middle of the ocean is going to result in anything less than the what you're asking is can you punt it off the oil rig <laughs> killing you <laughs> the bear remains happy as long as you feed it puppies <laughs> <laughs> That's cruel, Brian. It is. It's very cruel. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so for me, Metal Gear Solid is a science fiction game. It's sort of an alternate history. I mean, it's great big mechs in it. Yes. Me the Metal Gears of course are yeah. mechs. Because yeah. it's Hideo Kojima. Yeah. Now, one thing that has confused me. Yes. 
And again, this might be slightly spoilery, and it is quite a recent game. So again, a thing. Okay. You you know you know there's going to be mechs in the game because it's a Metal Gear Solid game. So I'm yes. not spoiling anything for no. you. Yeah, I know what. I saw. I ruined saw, everything uh, for me. So I saw a mech. <laughs> yep. I was doing a mission, and mm-hmm. there was a mech in the mist. Yeah, like like gorillas in the mist, but um, metal, more sci-fi. Yeah. Yes, yes. Ripley. Yes. Unless she was riding it, and then the perfect Ripley. <gasps> Mash up remix. Um, <laughs> no. No, I'm not allowed to remix things. No. Yeah, <laughs> um, so yeah, but before the podcast, it doesn't make sense. So I um, saw this mech in the yeah. mist, yeah. and Big Boss rings Ocelot and goes, "What the hell was that? I've no idea what that was." Yeah, has he not seen one yet? Nope, they've not been developed. He develops the very first one. There's been, previous... but how is there one if he didn't develop it? What this? There's, there's... <laughs> that's that, I'm not too. Um, as a time traveller, as... I think this is my territory to answer. As, as, as a robot, I'm, I'm keen on the origins of my species. Yeah. Right in the very first Metal Gear game back on the PC engine, Big Boss. That was on the NES, wasn't it? Uh, I think it was on the port to the NES. Yeah, I played it on the NES. Um, I never got into the first base because it was really hard. Started on the NES, I believe. Um, there was a, it was a system in Japan. I kept getting smelt by a dog, and then it would bite me, and I'd die. Yeah. Um, I was about seven. Big Boss is the um, bad guy in that. He's, he's the big boss. That, dog, that dog should have been killed as a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Um, he's developing Metal Gear. Okay. It's the very first presentation of it, basically. Yeah. In Metal Gear Solid 3, which is set way, way before uh, before Big Boss becomes Big Boss. Yeah. Um, I thought you he, played as Big Boss. Yes, you do. But he's, he's as, a, as a new recruit in Metal Gear Solid 3. He's the bad guy in Metal Gear Solid 1. In Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. No, Metal because Gear. Because it's a prequel. Not... Yeah. This means it takes place before yes. the other game. 1960-something. Okay, uh, carry on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm already half lost. This is fine. The secret... You've Sorry, got your cosmic face. encounter face on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand how convoluted and weird this is. I should is. never have asked a plot question about this. No, you're going to be here for an hour. There's a saucepan over here. You can hit yourself over the head with it. It might start making sense after that. <laughs> There's actually probably a button for that in Metal Gear Solid 5. Anyway, yes, continue yes. Your, your plot so, of the five games. There's a secret Soviet base that you're breaking into that mm-hmm. is developing a all-terrain tank, which is the, pre- the prerequisites of the Metal Gear. Okay. So it's not quite a Metal Gear. Is it, it called a tank like by one, it's, 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 it's something tank, and it does look like a tank. But Hedgehog tank. But it's got drills instead of... Plasma ninja tank. Mole tank. <laughs> We're not taking this Bolt seriously, tank. are we? No, take my silly plot seriously. <laughs> yes, we're, we're, we're taking the plot. I like to think this is what Hideo Kojima says to the people at Konami, and they just sit there going, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He doesn't talk to anyone at Konami now. No. But he has had his ass fast. <laughs> yes, carry on From a cannon into space. Um, I need to know all this so I can play the fifth game. But yes, that's, that's it, basically. That's, that's the big thing. It can launch nukes from anywhere. Yeah. What, basically. the tank? Yes. He okay. has heard of the Trident. Who's the guy in the gas mask that floats around? That, I I don't know. Okay. Because I, I know think... you've looked at some stuff, so I don't feel Why like... Was well, no, I mean, it looks a lot like Psycho Mantis. I wonder if it's... A young Psycho Mantis? Mantis. Yeah. Why is he He's old... dead, though. What? Or is Psycho he dead Mantis, in the past? Because I killed him in the first one. Second, second one. Yes, <laughs> but this is set in no, way before. Was it the first Metal one? Gear it was in the second Solid. one. Metal Gear Solid. Oh, yeah. Metal Gear Solid. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Metal G
Where's Ryder? Ryder's not even born yet. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He's, he's still in somebody's scrotum. Why in number four was <laughs> guy with a eye patch? I presume the person who played. Why was he old and now he? Because he's the clone of Big Boss and he's got an old. Because it's set years in the future. People so age. I know you're a time traveller. So, so, so he's now a clone of the bad guy who you face. As the yeah. years go by, my gears will become rusty and clogged with oil. Ah. <laughs> I have an app for that. <laughs> um, okay. Would you fix me with your sonic right. screwdriver? One of the things I've seen, there was a whale that was on fire that ate a, holo- uh, that ate a helicopter. I've seen that myself. I've got no fucking idea what's going on there. I okay. think I've got some suspicions. Does that character have a name? I, Can you attach it to a balloon and yeah. drop it on your own? As of yet, no, but I haven't been given the balloons to try it with yet, though. But I imagine it's a manifestation. Okay. A why does he hate women? Heads. Why does he hate... Why does... I why don't does know. Hideo Kojima hate women? I have no idea, because... Why he blew one up in the... In, 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 in the, the £40 prequel, prequel yes. bit. He stuck a... Two bombs in her. Yeah. Yeah. Seemed to be off. Yeah, but, but the number of men that get killed yeah, in these games is bad. We don't accuse him of hating men. No, no but he doesn't true. tend to stuff things up them to blow Just them because up. you have one woman <laughs> doesn't mean you're using them as a representation of an no. entire gender. Women are individuals, Colin. Yes. Okay, why is there a woman re- that photosynthesizes? I don't understand that at all. <laughs> it's because. because but... <laughs> <laughs> why is this what annoys me? Because Boss from Metal Gear Solid 3 was a really strong female character. I know what happens to her. Yes. That almost made sense. But she's she's never she's not sexualized in any way. No. She's she's treated as well beyond an equal. She's far superior to anybody else there. You you're making Metal Gear Solid was something different in Metal Gear Solid. Was there someone else involved who was just like um Did he have yeah, a care? Yeah, just 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 chill. Did Let's think about this before we make an entire game out of it. Did someone dangle sugar cubes in front but of yeah, it's the same as Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid, kind of. It was a bit silly, but it kind of made sense, and the silliness in it was very yeah. tongue-in-cheek. Yeah. And then it went a bit mad in two. Which was the one where you were having a sniper duel with that really old sniper, and if you set your game clock forward like ten years, he'd That's die. Metal Gear Solid 3. Yeah. This is That's really bit. cool, yeah. 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 It's yeah. silly, but actually it is quite cool. But it makes nods to it. It knows that's quite a silly gimmick to it. Yeah. And that, those are the bits that I like about Metal Gear. There's loads of these little bits hidden in the games that yeah. are there. But I don't, I've don't. i not actually found any of those sly bits of humour in 5 No. Yet. I've heard that. it plays quite straight. straight. Yeah. The, 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 it's the almost PSP like he versions. started getting the joke. And then also, Kiefer Sutherland, it's really off-putting, because I keep thinking I'm Jack Bauer. Yeah. I, I get confused. Kind of looks a bit like Jack Bauer with an eye patch and a beard. Yeah, he does, actually. Yeah, I, t- I keep getting really confused. If I just pretend <laughs> he's Jack Bauer and I'm playing an episode of 24... Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's yeah, fine. That's I will fine. do that. Cool. Yeah. It's um, an episode of 24 with no time limit. It's just called Whenever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so are we done? I I think so. Um, Some of the instruments, well, by instruments, the Coke bottles, I put some lights underneath and flashing a little bit. I think we might be losing orbit. Coke and Mentos. We're not losing orbit. The the Earth is just coming towards us very quickly. Is it supposed to do Are we generating our own gravity? Is that yes. how it works? We we pull things. Oh. Well done. Okay. I guess Mentos powered thrusters aren't a good idea after all. No. Beautiful. <laughs> Why is there a uh, old fashioned police box here? 
Perhaps we should go inside and see what happens. Yes. I'll go inside first to check it's safe. <laughs> Just wait here. Well, hopefully we'll see you next time. So yes, thank you for listening. We've been the Critical Twits and we are currently hurtling towards the Earth and our own impending doom. <laughs> Bye! Bye!